Well, hello. Fancy meeting you here, my friend. Welcome to Dear Matchmaker. Welcome, welcome. Uh, I am your matchmaker dating coach and host with the most, Kat Cantrell. Welcome to the show. And if you're brand new, I would love it if you would subscribe because <clears throat> we're kind of a big deal over here. I was just looking at our uh, numbers the other day and we're getting more and more downloads with every episode. We have listeners all over the globe. And I'm just so glad that you stumbled upon and here you are. Uh, and if you have been listening for a while, why don't you subscribe already? That would be amazing. And I, of course, I would give you a huge digital hug from me to you. So thank you so much. Uh, so here at Dear Matchmaker, our goal is to provide you with as many tools for your toolbox to help you become a more empowered dater, for you to fall back in love with dating again, to help you find love faster and help you skip the line. And I do this in a variety of different ways. And I have another incredible guest I'm going to bring to you. And I, I know we've been having a lot of guests lately, but I, I've been meeting these amazing people and I'm just, I want to bring them to you because here's the thing. I'm, I know a lot, but I'm always wanting to know more. <laughs> like I'm learning alongside with you sometimes of having these incredible experts as a part of the show. And so I just love it when they have just carved some time out of their day to spend some time with us. And today's guest is no exception. She's incredible. And I'll get to her in just a moment. But before I do, Remember that the show is brought to you by my agency, which is called theheartagency.com. We offer matchmaking, dating, coaching, one uh, singles events, uh, workshops, seminars, course, live dating game shows, which by the way, tickets are for sale to come to the game show. I need you to be there. So you want to make sure and check it out at the uh, at, at theheartagency.com. But also I wanted to let you know that the doors are open for my one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I've been having these very vulnerable conversations with you. And I can only take so many one-on-one -on -one clients on at a time. And the, I do have just a few spots open. So as you're listening and you're like, okay, I'm fed up, Kat. I'm ready for a change. What do I need to do in order to uh, get to where I want to go, which is finding your forever person, right? Having someone like Brian who greets you every morning with coffee. I mean, who would have thought that I would ever that that would ever be my thing, be my thing and be our thing. And something that I just hold so near and dear to my heart. So that's what I want for you. So as you're listening and if you're fed up, I highly suggest that you book a call. It's completely for free. It's 15 minutes. Just go to theheartagency.com right there on the main page, whether you're a man or a woman, click on it and just book your call and let's have a conversation to see how I can help you. Okay. All right. So moving on to today's guest is Celeste. And first off, she's absolutely gorgeous. And I, uh, I've been trying to connect with her for the last couple of months and we finally were able to connect. And I just, she coaches men, uh, specifically about dating and image consulting. And one of the top things that I get asked from my clients is that they'll send me screenshots of like what they're wearing and being like, is this okay? Is this okay? And so I'm learning along with you in this episode. So she shares so much of wealth and knowledge. She's been in the industry for over 15 years and it was just such an incredible, uh, conversation. So let me read you a little bit more about who Celeste is. So Celeste Moore is an image is a personal image and dating consultant for men. Like the female version of Will Smith and Hitch, she gives them the confidence they need by helping them look and feel better about themselves so they can step out of their comfort zones and into the arms of a compatible partner. I mean, 
Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. I would absolutely sign up for that. So I'm so excited to have her as a part of Dear Matchmaker. So ladies and gentlemen, please be, please help me welcome Celeste to the show. Celeste, I am so thrilled and honored to have you here on the podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Kat. It's wonderful to be here. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm so excited about this conversation. I, uh, so I've been, we've been trying to set this up for a couple of months now. And so it's just like, I'm so excited that today is finally the day that I get the privilege to talk to you and, uh, get to gain so much knowledge and understanding when it comes to imaging and, and, uh, color psychology. And, uh, I know that our listeners, one of the questions that I get asked a lot is, you know, what do what, what do I wear in a first date or what do I, you know, how do I, uh, increase my confidence with, with what I wear and, and we're, we'll go into all of that. But before I do, I want our audience to know a little bit more about you. So, Tell me about your work. Like, how did you get started? Because usually we all have our own unique story that brings us to where we're at now. So I would love to know more about you. Well, thank you. Uh, Yes, I have been an image consultant for over 15 years. Um, I really got started after I graduated college. I knew that law school was not in the picture for me. And I just knew that I wanted to do something some passion project. And I really didn't know what that was. Uh, And so I played with different businesses and different certifications. um, But I really, really fell in love with I I didn't, honestly, I didn't know that you could get paid (laughs) for going shopping and telling people what to wear. And I just had a natural knack for it. It was just something I did with family and friends. And one day, my mom said, you know, why don't why don't you do this for your career? And I was like, (laughs) people don't get paid for that. So I started to look into, um, it's called the Association of Image Consultants International. Mm -hmm. It's a international organization um, where you train and get accredited and maintain CEUs. Um, And anyhow, I went through the training process and became certified and just really fell in love with putting more information to my passion. And I started working with men and women in the beginning, just because I was trying to figure out what my niche was, found that I really enjoyed working with men so much more. (laughs) Um, They just didn't fight me and kind of listened and we got results and it was really amazing. So um, yeah, I just knew that I wanted to work for myself, found my passion and very very lucky in the sense that I get to help people, you know, build confidence through their image where, wherever it's, you know, needed, whether it's in the dating world, um, which we know is very much needed, yes. you know, or if it's a job interview or just creating a new, you know, some people just need a new refresher. So yeah, that's pretty much in a nutshell <laughs> how I got oh my- started. Yeah. And so you, as you were working with people and as you were, um, fine kind of fine tuning, you know, as a business, this is what we do. We like throw the spaghetti at the wall. We're like, okay, what's going to stick? What isn't, what, you know, what resonates with me? What's the type of person that I want to work with? Do you find that just in general, because you 
progressively started working with men and Mm -hmm. we kind of were kind of talking about this before I hit record where it was that we feel that men more now than ever really need assistance when it comes to image. And I, I hold speed dating events here in my community. And I, I always have this, like, I'm always like scratching my head where I'm like, this is, it's a speed dating event. And it's almost as if, you know, how you present yourself and what you're wearing really is an indicator of how you're showing up. So the, I feel like the more you put into forth, you know, what you are, how you're presenting yourself as a reflection upon who you are as a person and whether or not you're really, you're really in it, like you're really committed to it. So I always right. have a thing like, did you go to Home Depot before you came to speed dating? Like, I just, <laughs> oh my God, I'm just so curious. Bad. Like it is so bad. So tell me a little bit more about transitioning. Like when you're working for both men and women, and then you mm-hmm. just transition to working with men only, do you find that men struggle more than women? And so tell us a little bit more about that process. I think in our society, um, women have always been, I mean, let's go back, you know, to the, I don't know what thirties, 40s, fifties, our grandmothers, um, you know, it was very looked down upon if you didn't present yourself, if you didn't wear lipstick or pearls mm. or had your hair done, you had this automatic assumption that you would look pretty or feminine, the dresses, the, you know, so I think it was ingrained to us at some level from our mothers and our grandmothers. And so it was like, okay, if you want to attract an op- the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever it is, if you want to attract a partner, you have to make sure that you take care of yourself. You groom yourself, you smell nice, you look nice for the most part. And in male culture, it was make sure that you do your job well and make money. And so it was, there was never the input or the, you know, of looking handsome or putting yourself together, making women be more attracted to you on some level. And so I think it started so long ago and it's so ingrained in our culture. And as our culture today is changing, progressively and super fast uh, where women are becoming more successful and women are, you know, having these high powered jobs, you know, we want to have that same, we want to have that man pay attention as much as we are when we're going on those dates. And I think, you know, it's becoming more of an equal playing field. So yeah, we want to be attracted to, we want to be seduced to, we want to, you know, Ooh, what's under those jeans, you know, Oh, wow. That really fits him. Well, that really makes me want to, you know, listen to what he's saying. So I, I don't know if that was all over the place, but no, no, that's great. So when, uh, so when men come to you, what are their, Mm -hmm. what are their common concerns? What are their, what, what is it, what's going on when they finally go, you know what I really need, uh, not only image consulting, but image consulting from a woman. I, cause I do think that that adds something to it. I think so. Um, I have to say it doesn't hurt to be an attractive woman in this field. So I think that just coming from me as, you know, a, a woman that's attractive, they listen a little bit more. So, you know, <laughs> 
I mean, that's the honest truth. Uh, but, you know, they come to me because one or two things, either their wife or their girlfriend has called me and said, Celeste, please, my husband or a boyfriend, I need him to make me feel attracted to him again. I need him to, you know, let's just say in the dating world, you know, let, let me date my husband again. So tell him how to properly groom himself, tell him how to like get a new haircut, you know, get out, get out of the nineties and get into the current, you know, 2022, um, help him with a new look. Cause he is just stuck or, you know, that fizzle is just gone. So that's one. Another is um, somebody that's just um, newly divorced and has been in a relationship for so long. They don't know how to present themselves in this new dating world. And one, the first thing is their image, right? And what do I wear? How do I carry myself? I'm very uncomfortable in this situation. How do I get comfortable so that I can find the right partner? Or what is it like? Um, those are just a couple examples of who would come to me and why. And we really do a lot of homework. We really get nitty gritty with these guys and, and start from like a very, you know, blank slate. So um, you can go from there. I'm not sure. What next yeah, question. no, I was just, uh, <laughs> so when you talk about a blank slate, yeah. so how, cause like everyone has, they, th I think every, you know, not everyone, but some people have like their own, you kind of referred to it earlier. Like some people are really stubborn about their own particular style. Like this is what mm -hmm. I want. This is what I want to wear. And this is the reasons why. And I, um, I know that especially, uh, I've done some image consulting with women in the past to mm -hmm. where it's like really introducing them to a whole new style or a new different concept that maybe they've never put on their body and really mm -hmm. accentuating their body in a way that it, uh, makes it look incredible because we all have different body shapes, men and women, and it's right. up to, you know, how we put, how we put the clothes on does make an impact on how we, how we look. Um, right. so when you're starting at the, when you're starting at square one mm -hmm. with your clients, what is the process of really educating them? Because I'm sure it's not only helping them with, okay, these are the things that you should wear, but it's also educating them right. to help them empower them to that. They can make better choices in the future. Exactly. So I really find out, and like you said, I don't want to take away their personality. I right. really want that embedded in who they are. I just want an elevated version of themselves. And a lot of people don't know how to get there and do that. Um, and so we really start with getting to know who they are, where they live, what their climate is, uh, what are their goals. Uh, and then we start with color. We, yeah. I, I drape my clients in this, what this means is like, so I'll just have a white uh, sheet over them. It's not a sheet, but it's a white cloth. And getting them in natural sunlight so that I can see what really their true eye color is, the undertone of their skin, if it pulls pinks or yellows, and then kind of really their natural hair color or what their hair color was as a child. And then also the palm of your hand will show different pigments. And it will pull whether or not you can wear bright colors. So mm -hmm. it's very unique. It's um, and everybody's very different. And so 
we work within this, I know it sounds very basic, but we work with these undertones and colors and then I drape them in all different brights and, and dull colors, pink undertones, yellow undertones. And we work to see what best kind of general, I hate to say the old school was very like a summer or a spring or a yes, fall or yeah. winter. And we have just updated versions and much more flexibility within that. But a general idea of what, the best colors for them is. And the reason why we want to do this is because when we're on a date, for example, I don't want to be focused on your shirt or your jacket. Right. And all I'm doing is like, I just keep my eyes, just keep going there. And so I'm only retaining 2% of the information that this person is speaking to me. So let's just keep this to the best of like, let's just make this as simple as possible, but also bringing out your personality and making sure that it's not too much. Um, That's just one example. Um, And then we really go over the proper uh, I don't want to say style because maybe it is a style. We work within your style and your authentic like I said, your authentic self, but we work with the best fit for your body. Everybody Mm -hmm. has different body types, like you said. Mm -hmm. And I really use what's called an ABC method. We accentuate, we balance and we camouflage. And within those three, we really like nail what outfit you should wear, or maybe you should wear a jacket you know, to balance your body. Maybe you're a little heavier on the bottom. So we make sure that you're even up here. Um, or just for example, I know for women, right. Um, you might wear this cute, like baggy dress, but if you have larger breasts, it makes you look like you're almost pregnant. Right. So we want to just belt, we want to accentuate the small parts so that you're evenly balanced and some, you know, nobody's the same people have short legs, people have long legs, people are broader shoulders. Uh, so we really look at that and tailor what we need to find, what we need to add to your wardrobe, go through wardrobing in their closet, get rid of stuff that's not working and go shopping for things that we need. And, you know, so it's very tailored to goals. Um, And then, you know, I even go over what the colors mean, because honestly, 7%, when we see somebody, it's 7% of what you say, 38% is how you say or your tone and 55% is the way we look. And so that's such a huge component when we're talking and meeting somebody. It's the first thing we notice is color. Right. Do you want to, so let's talk a little bit more about color meanings because I think that that's that that's important. Like, especially if you're getting ready for a first date. Um, I think too, just before we go into that, I think it's, Mm -hmm. I believe, and I wanted to ask your, I want to ask your opinion, if you believe this too, you know, the, the saying of, of confidence, you know, the whole fake it until you make it. And I've Mm -hmm. always had the saying of that you practice it until you become it right. Like it's something that you, and I feel that close makes like, even though you may not feel the most confident, 
if you're wearing an outfit that makes you feel good, that looks good on you, I believe that that truly can help build your confidence. What is hundred percent? Yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And basically I am creating confidence through image, through clothes, through nonverbal, verbal communication, where your hands are color. It's, it's very in-depth, but by the time you have three to six months with me, you are ready and you just, it's natural to you. Um, But yeah, I think that a lot of people, what we go into our closets, we're going on a date, we're nervous, we're excited. We're like, okay, what do I wear? Well, I think it's really important to know where you're going, right? What is the environment? I'm going out to dinner at this new restaurant. Well, kind of like just Google the restaurant really quick. Look what the vibe is. Yep. Um, what time of year it is, you know, are we in boot and sweater season? Are we constantly in hot season? So there's just a couple elements for there, um, based on fabrics, even, you know, how well they breathe, how well, if they wrinkle, if, you know, all of these, this is so, so like a lot of people don't pay attention, but maybe somebody, somebody really does. So we kind of can go over different fabrics even, um, And really getting them to a place where even now, right, we're dating online. And so maybe meeting someone in real life is very uncomfortable. Yes. And I think this is something that we've lost, you know, with COVID and with online dating, just getting people in front of people, the more, the the better, more often that will also build their confidence again, meeting eye contact, you know, making that, being able to speak in front of somebody real, like in front of you. Um, So there's all different ways that I really do feel that we need to build that confidence. Um, Definitely, like you said, color mannerisms, just feeling great in those clothes. And then walking in and just having low expectations, just go in and just have a great time. Yes. Same. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I always say that too. Like don't have an agenda, just go in for connection. Like don't already romanticize about this person. Like just go in and just enjoy and be in the moment. Right. Um, right. Well, I thank you. I just wanted to get your opinion on that. And and, because I do believe that clothes makes it, it does. This is one of the reasons I wanted to have you here. It just makes such like people don't realize. I didn't realize those statistics. I didn't realize how high that was. I, I mean, I knew about like body language. Like I knew that mm-hmm. we actually pay more attention to body language than actually the words that are spoken on a date, but I didn't realize how high it was as far as like the image is concerned, because I mean, even though, you know, we're always like, well, personality, but when you're first meeting someone, it does make a difference, like how they look and how they present themselves. It does make, I mean, it really does make a difference as far as those first impressions whether or not it's going to be a yes moving Mm -hmm. forward or no. Um, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Do not walk into home Depot and then go on your date. Um, Oh my God. No, don't do that. (laughs) So, okay. So let's talk about color. I'm really excited to hear, to hear about this. So, um, let's talk about like the, the colors that you feel that would be beneficial for someone to wear, especially when it comes to a first date or when they're meeting someone or even like giving a presentation, just you're over just your opinion on what colors you feel are the best for people. Yeah. So 
just just to kind of revisit color is the first thing that we see subconsciously it's not the hairstyle the shape it's instant color and just know that going forward so whether you want to be uh, a wallflower or not just know that what you're wearing is going to say something immediately without further anything further um so i like to let's see just for dating purposes if you don't know your colors and if everybody's like oh my god i need to like i haven't seen an image consultant so how do i know what is best for me so on and so forth. Everybody can wear any color. It's just the color shade, if you will. Oh, okay. So everyone can wear green. Everyone can wear yellow. You might not want to ever wear yellow, but you can. Like for me, I uh, my yellows are more of this mustard color. Mm. Um, it's a little, uh, it's not as bright or it's not as green. So there's, it's definitely different colors. Um, but if you want to stay, I'll, I'll, t- I'll just go over some of the colors and what they mean. So yeah. red is the absolute most powerful color. It is seductive. It means strength. It just, it's power. And so if you look at just, for example, like the president, right, they'll always have um, a piece of red, but when it's too much red, so it's can be off-putting. Mm-hmm. So if you walk in, for me, I mean, the first custom suit I made was a was a, a red suit, and I just for me that was like, okay, I'm building this company, and I, yes. that's my that's my power suit. So for me, that's like sexy. It's like power, and you know, you can wear small pieces of it and not be as powerful, but there's a note to it. Um, on like the pink which is obviously a hue of, of the red family. It's a very softer version. So it's sweet. It's kind of playful. It's, I don't want to say it's innocent because white is innocent, but it's more playful. It's a little softer. Um, black is the next most powerful color. Black's very authoritative. It is, you know, we use it for many purposes. I mean, it's also funereal. So um obviously a lot of New Yorkers wear black, <laughs> but that's just because <laughs> they love black. That's right. Uh, it's not, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh, we're in New York, we're black. Uh so <laughs> you know, and it's great to have the contrast. Like I see you have blonde hair and a black top. It's mm. a nice contrast. Um let's see, brown is very comforting it's almost like if you imagine mr rogers wearing a brown sweater or a teacher a lot of them have or a therapist wearing brown means it's they're comforting they're stable it's a good place to open up to Mm. Um, navy or any kind of blue is the absolute most trusting color so if you look at a lot of big banks um, they all have navy or some type of blue so if you not only have a blue eye color, blue is always a safe bet to wear um, when meeting someone, you know, so they can kind of feel comforted and trust, they can trust you, what, what the words that are saying, you know, that you're saying. Um, I'm just trying to think, I don't have to get into like charcoal, but like any kind of white, tan, cream, it's very fresh, it's very um, pure, um, 
beginning of a new season. Just some people want to feel like brand new. So they wear whites or creams. Um, purple is the most regal color. So mm -hmm. if you think about way back when the Kings would wear purple and you could only wear it if you were regal or in the Kings, you know, mate, I forget the Kings, you know, people who worked for him. So, right. but it was mostly you, you knew your status based on that. Um, green is like health and purity and it is also creative. So I'm curious to see what that podcast was because the green green right now anyway is just a fashion trend. It's on point with everything and it's just one of my favorite colors. It's but one of my um, favorite colors too. It's just it's just fun. It's just you can do I don't know, hunter green, light green, just really depends. Um yellow is happiness, playful, has a little um uh let's see, orange is definitely like a creative but it has a little bit of underlying place with the red there. So it's a little bit um, of strength. It means success. It also means you're social. Mm. Um, just trying to, I, I kind of left this out just in case I forgot one. Um, and if there's a color that I didn't mention that you're curious about. Um, but also, so if you don't know what your color is, I always say if you're going on a date, you can't go wrong with the, with your eye color. So oh. say I, I do have shades of green in my eyes. So mm -hmm. I would wear, I love green anyway. So I might throw on green, but I also have golds. I could wear golds. I could wear, um, that'd be just a safe bet. If you have blue eyes, all blue. If you have, even if you like brown eyes too, right? You can wear some browns or creams, but you can also go with a fun hair color. So right. if you are, kind of doing something fun with your hair you can also match that on on the top um I would say keep small prints together like if you're wearing a printed shirt nothing too crazy and too loud when you're actually meeting someone for the first time just because like I said before you want them to focus on here right and retain the information right um you know and if you're presenting to people in a office it really depends who your audience is. You know, I would say do a little research, even find out a little bit about the person you're going on a date with. Just kind of, you know, ask a couple questions that maybe you normally wouldn't ask. Just what are some of their, what interests them? What are some of their fun things that they like to do? I don't know. I mean, maybe just see if they're actually fun and adventurous. And so you can wear something fun and adventurous. Yeah. And it probably depends yeah. on the activity and, and what you're doing. Do oh, you, yeah. do you advise? I mean, a lot of women will go to black, like that is their go-to, like, especially on uh, a first or second date. Mm -hmm. And what is your, what is your advice as far as like women wearing black? Do you think it's to their benefit to throw in some color to accentuate their personality? Or do you think that black's still an okay go-to? <sighs> I think it is fun to throw a little bit of color, but if you're so, I have a, a really good friend of mine. She just, that is her go-to color. And it's actually one of her colors for me. Black is, I love black and I can wear it in pieces, but I've got to put color with it. Otherwise it just drains my face. It mm. like makes me look like, you know, a vampire. It just doesn't do anything for my face. 
Mm. And that's like, if you want to wear, um, so the reason why color is so important and it's mostly from the, uh, top part of your body, because without wearing makeup for females, uh, or, you know, men can wear makeup too, I guess, but you know, we, uh, we want to have that color bring natural colors and highlights to our face. Mm-hmm. So when we're not having the right color, it does the opposite effect. It makes us look sick or hollow or mm. pulls out greens or there are no colors that shouldn't be there. Right. Um, and so that's why it's really important to have certain colors, but um, black's okay. And I think it's safe. Um, but I would look to bring in just a little bit of color. Maybe it's your handbag. Maybe it's like a belt. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe it's some accessory if you're just stuck, stuck on wearing black, but personally, I would just try a different color, try something that, um, like if you're in fall, just keep with like maybe the fall colors or yeah. something that you like, maybe a teal, or maybe it's a dark Brown or a Navy or charcoal, even try a charcoal instead of black, just kind of play with things, see how it makes you feel, hold it up to your face, kind of see you know, what that looks like to you in the mirror. I, uh, so I'm, I wear this, um, this is like a a black pantsuit, which is great. It's just like a, it's like a one piece. And I love it because it allows me to throw blouses on top of it. So it doesn't have to be all black. Like I can use it in so many different ways. There's, Mm -hmm. uh, I have this neon green leather jacket. Well, pleather, it's not real leather. Um, Mm -hmm. with these black and neon green pumps. So like even just coordinating that kind of pop of color, like you don't, like you said, you could just implement something that's just so easy with it's, especially with fall around the corner. I mean, there's so many, there's so many cute, what do they call those? I don't own one. They call them shackets. Is it like a jacket, but like a it's like a jacket, but like a flannel. Anyway, there's just, it seems like there's so many. (laughs) I don't trend. I I know I've seen it on like TikTok. Yes. (laughs) Where to find them. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because I'm like, oh my God, because in the nineties, that's I feel like that's all I wore were um flannels. Like that was (laughs) my entire college wardrobe. Thank you very much. Um that and that and jeans, but uh, I feel like if you have a really cute or blazers, blazers are also in fashion too. Like you can yes. just throw one of those on and you can easily go from work to happy hour or work to that mm-hmm. first date, just with a simple change of a jacket. Oh yeah. It just elevates you. So I think that's important to know. Um, yeah, there's capsule wardrobing, which I teach my clients, you know, it's, it's taking multiple, it's taking what, just for example, one piece and making multiple outfits with it. Yes. Um, you know, throw a jacket over jeans, then over a skirt, then over actually a pant, depending on, you know, what you're doing. So I really try to tell my uh, clients to, to invest in certain pieces. Mm. So that was gonna be my next question. Yeah. Like cost per wear is, is really like important because for example, a, a jacket, um, a sweater, a um, trench coat. I, it depends where you live and what pieces will last you for a long period of time, but really have them tailored and custom to you and invest in those a little bit more than 
look, we all have trends and not everybody's a trendy person. I think everybody has their own style and can stay in that style every trend season. Mm -hmm. So you can add a, a fun earring or a fun necklace. I mean, I don't know what, you know, what that is for that each person, but instead of investing in a big purchase in a trendy piece, you know, it doesn't make much sense. So, yes. And I think, uh, well, too, I, I think quality, I mean, having some staple quality items in your closet versus, I mean, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different clothing manufacturers out there that are much cheaper. Right. But yeah. I think that investing in really good pieces that will last you a long time that are more classic, I think is a great way to start. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I had, um, I finally invested I've, all these years. I've been wanting custom suits um, and I found me too. <laughs> the best. I found a woman based company that focuses on women and men, not just a men tailory. Oh, and I am like, just, it's like the best thing ever. And there's only one that I found at least in the United States in New oh York. Oh my gosh. And, um, it's called the tailory NYC. And it's so amazing because women, we we're the ones that our bodies are probably more apt to be abnormal or different than, than men even. Right. And the fact that they, there was this niche. Uh, and so I was like, ah, oh, that's the best. You pick your, you pick your colors and your, your, uh, fabrics and the inside of your jacket and the labels and the buttons and the everything. It's just the best thing ever. So fun. So I highly, highly recommend if anybody's looking to have custom suiting done, even like a sports jacket or even yeah. a tuxedo jacket, or even, you know, it doesn't have to be the whole suit. It can even be a dress. It can be anything made. So it's just, you put that on and it fits you to a T and you're like, I, you know, you picked everything out yourself. You feel so confident. You feel so just anything is possible and it makes such a huge difference. It does. And to kind of, um, circle back to what you were saying earlier, I think it does. I used to do this because I started off as a women's empowerment coach before I, I went into the dating world, like really like niche down to the dating world and into, uh, matchmaking. But I used to do this program that I called secret wardrobe, where I would make women look at their closets and what they were like facing, you know, every day, you know, you open your closet and you have all of these clothes and all of these old clothes that we hang on to mm-hmm. that just bring up bad memories. Like it could be, I mean, I remember one client had like a wedding dress from, um, you know, a wedding that never happened. Like he stood her up, like all of these horrible memories. I know all these horrible oh, memories God. that people are hanging on to in their closets. Um, and I think even if you can't like necessarily go out and get new clothes necessarily, you can start with what you already have by getting rid of the old. Cause like women are so funny. They're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to hang on to this one thing that I wore at this one time. Skinny uh, jeans. <laughs> right. Before Everybody I had kids bear, or before. Right? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to like get back into these things. And I'm just as guilty. I am. I mean, I'm over. I mean, this is the pot calling the kettle black. I am just as guilty. This is why I created it because I was like, what are you doing to yourself? Um, 
But I feel like that that's an important piece too, to your mindset and building oh, yeah. your confidence is like, fill my closet with things that I love. And that way, when you mm-hmm. do have a date or you do have a presentation, or there is something that you're having to, you know, hurry up and, and find something to wear, um, you know, when you're, when your loved one says pack a bag and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I pack that you have like this closet to pick from? Yes. I think yes. it's such, um, I don't think we, I just don't think we give ourselves enough of that grace when it comes mm-hmm. to like, we think I, I love what you do so much because it's putting clothes up in your image, up in front and center where we have just dismissed it for so long. And I just think that your work is so important because it does matter. Not only like how we pre- present ourselves to the world, but how it just makes us feel when we put on something yeah. just like, you know, that red suit or that, you know, getting something that's so tailored made to your body. Um, that right. is my dream. That is for sure. My dream. Like I'm super envious of you because that is you can make for happen, sure girl. something I know that's for <laughs> sure something that I want to do. Cause I just, yeah. I just believe in the power suit. Like I just, mm-hmm. there's something about it. I just think it's, it's just for both men and women. I think every yeah. man and woman should have one of those. For um, sure. Go ahead. Oh, it's just, it's so funny that you say, you know, we need to incorporate more pieces that we love into our closet. I'm just going to use my mom, for example. She notoriously uses me to go, (laughs) uses me. (laughs) Come on, let's go through my closet. Let's edit my closet. So we do this all the time. Every time I'm visiting her, I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. mom, let's just go. Let's get it done. But I hold up a piece that she's purchased. And if she finds something that she likes, she got, she buys like every color. Oh, so I'm going, I'm going through her closet and I'm like, okay, you have four of this sweat, four of these. And it's a sweater. How do you feel about it? Do you love this piece? Mm, I don't really have any feelings towards it. I'm like, what? <laughs> you have four of them. How do you, how do you not have feelings towards a sweater? She's like, oh, well I tried it on and it fit. And I, I just figured why not have every color? And I'm like, you can't buy clothes like that you need to buy a shirt because it fits you amazing. This is the best color. I get excited. I can't wait to wear it out or do whatever. And it just, and, and it doesn't have to be, you know, the condo way every time, but it right. has to make you feel some, some short, some sort of way. Yeah. Right. So you're, and you just like nail that part. So And I think that's, I I've heard that advice though. Like, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's like old school advice where it's like, if you really like a style, buy it in every single color. (laughs) Have you heard that advice before? I have, but I'm like, why? Why? (laughs) Let's get a little different. (laughs) That's yeah. I mean, cause you, I mean, it's not going to get worn. Like there's a couple of like camis and things like that, that I have that I wear underneath things that I've bought. If they fit me well, I've bought a couple of different colors, but yeah. Um, which I'll, let me ask you this, because what is, do you, when you're doing your image consulting, do you also, Mm -hmm. um, help them understand the importance of good undergarments? Yes. Yes. Very important. Um, with men, it's mostly just, you know, pretty much underwear, but they can also wear an undershirt. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think sometimes it's really necessary because some men are sweaters, you know, they just profusely sweat and it just ruins a nice shirt. So you can wear a nice tight fitting, you know, something to just not take away from the clothes. Uh, but for females, 
a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, the proper profit is mm. huge. And that means like every six months, go get fitted again, because our bodies constantly change. We're adding weight. We're taking away, away weight. The bra itself needs to be replaced about every six months because it stretches, loses elasticity and doesn't hold as well. Right. Um, panties, depending on what you're wearing underneath, but like, I love the commandos if you're wearing a tight fitting dress and you don't want to see the lines. Um, and then even, you know, something like Spanx where we can just make sure that we're seamless underneath an outfit. It doesn't mean that we're fat or we're no. you know, overweight. It's just making sure everything is nice and smooth. So yes, that's huge. And I make sure that if we go on a shopping day that they wear proper undergarments because that can make or break an outfit that you put on. Oh, sure. Uh, oh, that's. It doesn't fit. No, it does, but you're just not having the proper undergarments. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I have, um, I have a pair of blush, uh, like silk pants that are in my closet. They're beautiful. Yeah. I cannot find the right undergarment. Like I can't find, I like, I, I, you know, I know that they'll be great on, but it's like, I'm on this mission to find like the perfect undergarment so that I can mm-hmm. wear, so I can wear those pants. Like it's, okay. it can be, it can be challenging, like to find yes. that, that, that right, the right fit or the right undergarment, because I, you know, I do believe that Spanx, it's not like you said, I think it's important. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're sending a message to yourself that, you know, you need to suck in. It's just, again, it's making everything, making everything look the way that you feel. So, and I think that women, I think women can get self-conscious about some things Mm -hmm. when it just takes one little simple undergarment. And then that is just, that's solved. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. That's important. I think we were taught, you know, well, they used to be ugly and now they're beautiful. You can find so many pieces that are beautiful underneath. So yes. Yeah. And I also believe, and I love lingerie for myself. I love to feel beautiful underneath my clothes. Yes. I love to smell good and feel good. And so one of the things like, that's just a side note, but is wearing, you don't have to wear something because it's a t-shirt bra. I mean, you can actually put an outfit together or that bra or that panty make you feel sexy you know, go for it, like make yourself feel good. And I think it's okay to spend money on these things, not just for men, you know, for women. So it's okay. Go, Uh, go have fun at the, the lingerie at the store and try on a bunch of things and see what makes you feel good. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, that's, that's a great note to, um, to end our, our interview today, but I, cause I feel like you and I could go off in so many different, so so many different ways. Um, but I, if, if, if my audience, um, if they're listening and they're like, oh my gosh, I really need her help. Where can they find you? Um, they can find me at my website. It's celestemore.com C E L E S T E M O O R E or on Instagram at celestemore image. And then I also have a podcast, the down and dirty podcast, where we talk about, you know, everything from sex and relationships and dating advice or just color or image, or we have, there's a gamut of fun and exciting things that mostly tailored towards men, but 
but I'm talking to everybody. So, um, yeah. And hopefully I will be having some modules that are coming out to help Mm. people that can't afford my services on -on one-on-one. So just, I also have a blog post, so just go to my website. And if you just want to find out more information, just, you know, for your own self, uh, Thank you. And I appreciate you uh, having me on. It was so great to finally meet you and talk to you and get to know you a little bit. Okay. First off, thank you, Celeste. Big, big, huge hug of appreciation. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Uh, I am looking at my closet differently. I'm for sure looking at the colors. And I asked her, um, you know, after we were done, like, you know, because I have a lot of black in my wardrobe um, that I might have to start implementing some more colors. I feel like majority of my wardrobe is like black, brown. I do have some pinks, but I think I need and some blues. I think I need to expand. I need to expand a little bit. I think I need to invest in that power suit. What do you think? I think so. Red power suit. You know what actually I want? I want a white one. That's really what I want is a white power suit. I mean, who doesn't? Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, huge, huge thank you to Celeste for being a part of the show. And remember, my friend, if you are listening on Apple or Spotify, I would love it if you would rate and review and subscribe. Uh, That way other singles can find us. And if you're over on Instagram or Facebook, come on and follow me at Kat Cantrell. All right. Thank you again for being a part of the show. And remember, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you next time. Bye.